Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. We got a packed show for you today, boys and girls. Do we really? I think so. I think there's been a lot of like juicy stuff that has happened in the past few days. Okay. So I'm like, just like very, barely aware of this. Like I skimmed this on Instagram this morning. So I don't know as much as you, I guess. Well, uh, so I guess first we're talking about the up- updates on the Bon Appetit situation that we talked yeah. about, I guess, God, what was it like two months ago now? Crazy. Oh my god. So long ago. Yeah, something like that. Um, so yeah, you can go back and listen to us talk about Bon Appetit or any of the other thousands of like podcasts and people that have talked about it. But uh in the last few days, because you know, Sola had come out and uh said that the the test kitchen people of color were, you know, being paid unfairly and you know, not getting the same opportunities as their white colleagues were getting. And yeah. so there was this whole behind the scenes thing to try to renegotiate their contracts, but apparently it was not good enough. Uh, so Sola, well, yeah, a few days ago, Sola, Priya, and Rick all quit. And then this morning I saw that Gabby left as well. Oh, Gabby left? Yeah, just today. Well, there, so uh, Sola and rick and gabby are still working at the magazine but because the conde nast entertainment the video division is different than the print division they're not working at the the for the videos anymore and then priya i think was just freelancing so she's not working at bon appetit at all and then molly also quit uh the videos in solidarity with her oh she did oh she did yeah yeah. So like the thing about these videos is like, I've worked in, I've like done a lot of digital videos in my life and the pay for them is notoriously shit. And they are like, 
essentially commercials that they realized that they didn't have to pay anybody for. I mean, like that's basically what's going on with, I mean, whenever any company is doing them, that's what it is. So I'm not, this is not an excuse. This is like more just like the entire culture of these like videos that people put out for whatever reason, everybody is underpaid in every single internet video. And they will get you to work for free. I mean, I think I said before, but I made a video once for a, a really big internet video entertainment website and they paid me with a t-shirt. Like they are absolute fucking monsters out there. And I think that the more people and like, obviously at Bon Appetit and Condé Nast, it was like very like despicable that they were like, exploiting i mean that culture seemed to only apply to the people of color that like video like free labor video culture was like extra yeah i mean everyone is like notoriously underpaid in like low level media jobs anyway but yeah it was obviously like particularly affecting the people of color and the people that like were freelancing rather than you know the people that had their own shows quote unquote which were only like the white staff members right so like I think it's really good that people are shining a light on this absolute fucking bullshit because like, this is what media is now. I mean like videos and shit, like it's a huge Yeah, this was Condé Nast's like most profitable thing that they were doing across like the whole company were these Bon Appetit videos. Yeah, and they fucked it up. Uh, It's crazy how much they fucked everything up. And now, I mean, now the brand is completely poisoned. Like these people like- like, What were they thinking? It's crazy them that all, all they, they had, had to do, do pay them a fair rate even if let's say like brad and claire were making half a million dollars a year or something which i think that's probably like i don't i think that's like a big estimate but to pay you know what five or six other people half a million dollars a year that's a couple million dollars for a company that is you know taking in probably hundreds of millions of dollars it's it's just it's just crazy and it's also just like what are they making on those videos i mean like it's not even fair for just like what the videos were making i'm sure oh no i mean like that's the thing is like because now there are so many ways if you're like a popular personality to cut out the middleman whether it's you know, Patreon or YouTube, even though YouTube is harder to monetize now, like if you have a following, you can always like make more money by doing it yourself. So, I mean, there's nothing like, I don't know if, you know, if, if Sola and Priya and Gabby and Rick and Molly want to continue to work together, but they could easily start something together and it, and their whole audience will, will travel over to their platform. Yeah, it's, like, with all of this stuff, and it's the same thing with, like, the comedy theaters, too. I was saying this about, like, the mod teams at UCB for so long, like, and the Herald teams at, like, IO and UCB. Like, when they were having performers do that shit for free, it was essentially advertising for their classes, which is how they made their money. Like, they didn't make money from the shows that people were doing, but the students who were paying a lot of money for the classes had to go see the shows, had to kind of, like, imagine themselves doing that and like wanting to be on the stages so that's why it was so important that like you presented like the ucb or the io or whatever like philosophy or like you demonstrated their techniques in your performances and the reason that that was fucked up and the same thing extends to this like online video culture is that even if you're not making as much money from it it's free advertising and advertising is really really expensive so 
you know, you wouldn't have someone make a commercial for you and not pay them. You shouldn't have someone do a presentation of your like product and not pay them. It's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause when we were writing those sketches, like we, I mean, the, the way that we were trained was to write them in the UCB style. And then that our, our feedback was based on basically how close we were adhering to the tenants that they taught us. So we, we didn't have complete freedom to do whatever we wanted. And when we even did, though we were we punished were for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah even though, I mean, yeah. So it's like and one thing if, like, if we were making money, we're like, Oh, this is a job you do it. But like, we weren't making any money. So we should have sort of so been able to do point? whatever we wanted. Yeah. I know. And they'd be like, well, you get to be on our website. <laughs> yeah. You get to have your headset on our website. Which uh, the links still, oh, except ucbcomedy.com doesn't exist anymore. Did you see that? No. The like, the the domain name is up for sale. Oh my God, really? Yeah. I don't know. Wow. I don't know if it was that, just like, a glitch. Muckraking, or... The muckraking comedy journalist should buy it, whatever that guy's name is. Oh my is. God, Seth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's enough comedy talk. I just That's, see a parallel, but it no, it, yeah, no, absolutely. There is a, I mean, and you know, Condé Nast is obviously a lot huger of a company than UCB, but a lot of the same problems with, uh, with representation well, and diversity, rep- like apply to both of them. I mean, like they give you, they tell you, okay, like this is your mind. This is how you should value yourself, which is to not value yourself at all. And then people take that out into the world and like, you know, it, it translates to like how people get treated in actual jobs. Yeah. Fuck Condé Nast. That is such bullshit that they're not paying these people. I know, it is. It is crazy. And now, I mean, it's cr- they had so many chances to make this better, and everyone yes. was rooting for them. Like people love these videos so much, and they love the people. And and you could tell. I mean, I don't know about everyone, but everyone that worked on them seemed to want to stay on. If Condé Nast would just meet them halfway, or like give them. A, a good rate and they just didn't do it so now i mean now it's gonna be brad and andy and chris and carla and like carla who the fuck wants to see and that claire. and well i don't i mean claire is ha, was always just sort of freelancing with them anyway so i don't i mean maybe she i doubt that she would go back to them because she, she didn't even have a contract with them and it's just like i mean you'd have to be fucking crazy to do one of those now. Like you would have to be in fucking saying for, I'm sorry, for Chris Morocco, for Brad to do one of them. I mean, yeah. no. I mean, talk about box office poison. You're like completely tainted. If you do these videos going forward, I think. They're fucked. They fuck themselves so it's hard. So crazy. They're so fucking stupid. And it's like, they didn't even know, like the videos weren't even their idea. It was like some like, uh, someone was like making some other video and like cut something like that together. Some like little, you know, like tech editor guy who was like, Oh, oh yeah, it was, I forget his editor. name, but he's the guy that got fired for speaking up, um, like tweeting some oh, really? a little snark. Yeah, it was, I think he was involved in it from the beginning and he was the one like that like, Moonsy or something like, uh, Moonsy or yeah, Moonsy? they called him by his, it was some like waspy nickname, but he, he had some snarky tweet about Condé Nast and then they suspended him idiots um really it's like how powerful do these people think that they are anymore no one reads magazines except for me and you yeah i know and like i don't i mean i do now i'm like i should just cancel my subscription because it i canceled for the the principle of the thing i canceled it a long time well there i mean i canceled mine a long time ago also like 
Sola is like still writing for the magazine. Yeah, yeah. And I do I do like reading the magazine. That's like the only print magazine I still get. Uh, I was thinking about getting a, a Vanity Fair subscription again because the, the it's on Cancel sale for like $6 for a year. I mean, it always like having a yeah. cancel Bon Appetit and get Vanity Fair. That's the magazine. That's the paper of record around here. I guess I just I I should I don't know I still I I I will not watch these videos, but I still like the the magazine and the recipes. It does depress me that like because the videos for a while, like when quarantine first started, were like so comforting to me. And they were just getting more and more popular. Like quarantine made everything even everyone a, even a bigger star because this was like the only content that was coming out in like March and April it was and like they were like all doing it from their homes yeah. you got to see where they lived you got to see their families I mean you got to see Chris Morocco's apartment like there were all these like memes about his kids like everybody's kids were getting all like in every in the way and it was like even better like they were just so charming all of them yeah it was like Cheers Seinfeld and Johnny Carson all rolled into one like it was that Popular. It was literally the best TV show I've ever seen. And now it's totally fucked. Ruined. I mean, it would be like if like a show with Bill Cosby, Michael Richards, and Roseanne. That's exactly. I know. It would be like if they did a show now. Yeah, exactly. It was like <laughs> TV like Land. Rebooting Roseanne Rose. and the Cosby show and, and Kramer from Seinfeld. Right. And they're all getting together to do a to do a <laughs> A mashup. Uh, <laughs> and Carla Lolly music is the fourth. Oh my, I know, and Carla music. I mean. Um, did you know her father-in-law is Lorenzo Music, the voice of Garfield? Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I feel like that's just like, you know, they're a family of winners. Yeah, it's like the elite, the ruling class. Yeah, the ruling class, Garfield. Condé Nast lady, like they've got it all. Uh, um, so, you know, this is the drama going on in our little world, which I, I, it just, it, it, it's a bummer. Cause like we all love these videos and now it's just all ruined. And now I don't, I don't even want to go back and watch the old ones. Like it's the whole thing is just completely tainted. Yeah. You can't watch the old ones now mm. without seeing it everywhere. I know. You can't Ugh. eat, you can't even comfort yourself with some fucking toast and jam because squirrels canceled. There's Squir- nothing. No. I mean, nothing. Goop really needs to get on it and like get, hire a like diverse staff of kitchen people, get, start making these videos. Caitlin O'Malley, uh, you know, I don't know if Megan knows how to cook, but get Megan, get, um, G- I mean, I don't think Jean likes to cook, but like get these people and get them in the kitchen and have fun with it and just, get the audience to to come on over because there's an audience time, it's time for them to step up step in tape that audience because goop is uncancelable first of all exactly and they have already been trying to like bite these videos for like the last year but like ever so many things in goop it's like a lot of things seem a little half-assed like they they yeah they don't really know what they branch out yet. quickly and they a lot of they try to i don't know put a lot of things like what's what's the expression see what sticks to the wall and look it's a catalog they're not gonna put they're not putting that much effort into any of this content <laughs> let's be honest here no. like all they care about is what you buy from i know them. like they just care about selling th- things and that's 
how they make money and we're the only ones that care about like the the editorial content that literally there are two people on the fucking planet even the people who listen to this don't care about the editorial they just want us to be like oh like i bought lip gloss and there's a sale <laughs> yeah well maybe not they care our, you guys care about exactly um what else oh okay so here's a little tip i don't know if it's a good tip or a bad tip but i because I'm not making Bon Appetit recipes anymore, I went to Smitten Kitchen to try to make their uh, white chocolate chip oatmeal cookie. Oh, that's pretty good. It, yeah, it's pretty good. But like they, so the lady, I forget her name, but on Smitten Kitchen, she says, buy really good quality white chocolate. Like don't skimp, don't get like the Toll House or whatever. So I was like, okay. I went on Whole Foods, obviously problematic but I needed to get groceries. And I, there was a brand of white chocolate chips that was $6.99 for a bag. So I was like, okay, right. this must be the good stuff. Okay. So I put them in my cart. I get them. Oh. It's, have you heard of this brand, Lily's? Yes. Baggy? Okay, so yeah, I, I hadn't. <laughs> Lily's is sugar-free. Oh, Brian. So I bought sugar-free Stevia-made white chocolate chips. and. Oh, Brian. I made the cookies. Yeah. Well, at least they're sweet. They're yeah. They taste okay. So they taste okay. They taste a little, you know, a little diety. Not they don't have that like rich round chocolate flavor, but they're made with this thing called inulin, which is a fiber alternative. So if you eat more than one of them, you will shit yourself. Wow. So you ended up you made Ramona's or you made um. Sonia's water pills. <laughs> made Sonia's water pills. I mean, and I, then I was like, this has to be on purpose. This has to be like a secret, like a diuretic. Diuretic for for people who want to lose weight or people with eating disorders. Not only is it sugar free, if you eat it, you will just like shit your brains out. And it's like a win win for people who are trying to lose weight. Oh, I'm gonna get those. I mean, they are dangerous because so, like you know, when you're cooking. And you, you know, will lick the bowl or like nibble here and there with the cookie dough. Yeah. I just my normal amount of like doing that, and then three times on the toilet, like within two hours. Oh my god, that's a fantasy. That's a dream come true. It's crazy. So now I stick with like my one cookie a day, and I've been okay. But okay, so the one cookie a day doesn't make you shit. Yeah, one cookie a day. I don't know if my body's gotten like acclimated to it or something, but one cookie a day, or even two, like if I do one in the morning and one at night, it's okay. Okay, all um, right. But yeah, so Lily- So three if you wanna get the full effect. If you wanna get the full effect, the full Sonia Morgan, eat three. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Um, any diet or- shitting tips from you um not really i've just kind of been you know i just got back to working out because i wasn't allowed to for a while because i had my little procedure so i just got back on my little exercise bike and um it feels really good but other than that not really too much um just like We've been eating really low carb dinners. Good for you. Thank you. Brian's been making them. He's been on a little health kick. And so we got like, he's been making, like last night he made like fish and veggies. We've had fish and veggies like every single night this week. Oh, so cool. 
so and brian's the one who's making it every time and i'm loving it uh that's amazing that he's making the food so he's not still doing his like what was he doing just like tuna in the morning and tuna in the evening tuna at supper time i don't know he used to he's like eaten he's done like all kinds of different little things but like he's he's like he's just been like making these like healthy dinners lately and that has just been like my personal fantasy we're kind of like trading personalities because he he started making these low carb dinners for us and then i started playing like a fantasy game on my phone (laughs) and it's like I don't know what is happening. I think we've just like been together for too long. We're like, we just became each other. It's like which uh, is- persona or something. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, good for you, better for me. <laughs> That's rough. Because I mean, you want to be the one making the low carb dinners, not the one playing the fantasy role playing game on your phone. But there you go. At least you haven't gotten to the point where you're like trading the board games on eBay and stuff. No, he's still the king of trading the board games. And I, Brian, I wish it was on eBay. It's on other areas. Oh, it's on like specific board game platforms? Oh my God. On various specific board gaming platforms. And yeah. That's dire. Very. I I made a healthy dinner last night, actually. Oh yeah. Um, Because two nights ago, I told John, I was like, John, bad news for you, good news for me. I really want to go to Taco Bell and get the, um, the new grilled cheese stuffed burrito oh yeah which this is you know this is a health podcast so i don't want to talk too much about it but it's worth it guys if you get the chance get that grilled cheese stuffed burrito it's tasty but then last night i was like i need to clean up my act so i made roasted cauliflower with some farro and white beans and then i did a yogurt tahini sauce which in the past i'd had issues with tahini and not enjoyed it but this was great i will keep making the sauce okay um yeah it's just like a good healthy dinner greek yogurt a little bit of tahini lemon juice cumin salt and pepper that's it Mm. on some like legumes and cauliflower yeah yeah, yeah. delicious it was tasty Um, yeah yeah and then i got bagels this morning so um, yeah uh, yeah, you know. I still haven't been to a supermarket, but I really want to go to Trader Joe's. I do too. I keep fantasizing about it, but I chicken out at the last minute. I feel like, well, oh, because you know what? I actually have been inside a supermarket because when we were on vacation, I went to one. That's right. But that, I'm like, oh, I feel like that didn't count or something. Well, because tra- Trader Joe's is the one like supermarket where it's impossible to get delivery from. I mean, can you imagine the confidence, the fucking balls on that place that they're like, we're not there. You have to come to us. Yeah. In the middle of a pandemic, people are dying left and right. And we're still going to hold, I mean, they don't even have a website. No, they have their fearless flyer. You get the fearless flyer. And that's it. And you don't get Instacart. You don't get anything. It's, I mean, they're going to have to eventually change because like Zoomers do not read the Fearless Flyer. Like, I don't know that that's true. They're, they're already mad about it. Trader Mings, the kids. So, oh, they're, no, they're not. I don't know who was mad about Trader Mings, but I think that they, I, I think that was like a psyop. It, maybe it was just to show that like cancel culture has gone too far. 
So I think so because they just like didn't do it and everybody's like, whatever, nobody cares. But there was a, an editorial or like a letter to the editor in the LA Times. The oh, that was day. like Trader Joe's broke my heart. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I loved Trader Joe's and now it broke my heart and everyone was making I fun think, of the girl. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like that was just like someone was like, oh, here's an opportunity for me to get something. No one else is going to write something that's stupid. So I'm yeah. just going to do it. It sounded like it okay. should have been something on Huffington Post or something rather than LA Times. I, yeah, it felt like a Daily Beast if yeah. I ever read one. Because yeah, Huffington Post, the, the, the articles are always like, I'm a like non-binary senior citizen who just gave birth. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, this, yeah, it was, I mean, I didn't read it. I saw that it existed and I was just like, whatever. Yeah, I just read the comments. That's the fun part. Yeah, I mean, sometimes that's all you have the capacity for. Exactly. Angry comments. Uh, um. All right. Shall we get get to Let's go? this fucking newsletter? Yeah, let's which do it. Was so stupid. Actually, I only got one in my email inbox this week. I there was. I, I think there was two, but it was definitely a late a late week because summer Fridays, August. It's some, uh, oh yeah as Kat Marnell has taught me at least at Condé Nast no one even works during the entire month of August oh yeah right yeah and I think I'm, Jean I has, know who does that too oh absolutely yeah they've they've brought some of that Condé energy over to Coop yeah they tried <laughs> minus the fact checking exactly uh so what was your best of the week okay well my best of the week was actually not in the in the newsletter it was it's a bit of personal news Uh-oh. my buckthorn oil came Ooh. which we discussed last week because i ordered it last week from goop and we were like well how long is it going to take to get here and it got there in six days so i think that's very reasonable six days that's amazing i ordered it last friday and i got it yesterday so it was six days wow that including over a weekend that changes sort of my whole perception of Goop's like mail order uh, prowess and and their customer service. It came right away, beautifully packaged in like a bunch of weird like husks and paper that were all I assume recyclable. I hope so because I put them all in the recycling. Did you have to pay uh, shipping or was it over $75? It was under 75, well under $75. And I did have to pay shipping. Mm. It was like $6 or something. Okay, it's not bad. So it was like 30, the oil was like 30 bucks. And then I think I ended up spending like 40 bucks all told. And I must say, it's very nice. What? It makes me feel like Jennifer Aniston. Ooh, what is the scent? Crunchy. Okay. uh, Musky. not patchouli but like very woodsy I like, like it. it's a hippie scent very hippie-ish and it's uh it's purely for face or body oil i mean i guess you could use it on your body but there's not really enough it's yeah, like yeah. they sell it as a face oil and i feel like it wouldn't um and it's like a face oil and a face wash so it like does it all so i've been washing my face with it and not doing anything else the last, like last night and this morning. I won't do that forever. It doesn't feel, before this I was using um, one that has like an AHA in it. So it felt like it would like exfoliate as you were washing your face. 
And this definitely doesn't feel like it does that. It feels like incredibly gentle on your skin, which is fine. So I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to incorporate it because I definitely don't want to stop like burning my skin off my face every day. That's very important to oh, me. Oh, for sure. So I'm going to try to find like a, but it feels good, especially like in the morning when you just want to kind of like clean it up and not really like do a full, like, you know, in the morning yeah. I don't do a full thing. I just sort of like wash it and like moisturize it and like put sunscreen. Like I, I like all of my shit is at night. Okay. Yeah. If I, like if I, unless I'm, sort of breaking a sweat in the morning working out I don't feel the need to to like wash my face first thing in the morning um yeah um but I do but I think I might start using it in the mornings unclear but I do you know it's nice and my skin feels soft and it just feels like you know something that like a girl like I feel like I'm on permanent vacation it feels very summery it might be a little oily for you though yeah, I, mean, I, it's oil. It literally I, is oil. I do like oils at night. Like I'll, if I have like a nice oil, I'll put it on um, after I wash my face at night. But I, yeah. it, for my skin, I definitely don't think I could use it as a cleanser. I think, I don't, I don't know that that seems like a bridge too far, but I definitely want to try it and I want to smell it because the smell seems like right up my alley. Yeah. I think you would like it. It's very like, it's very unisex, I think. And yeah. like, um because i love have you ever smelled that everyday oil i think it's called mm, it's from in who they i, I think they who? advertised it on goop but they didn't sell it on Goop. they they sell it at this that little fancy store by my house called individual medley and it's like i don't everyday, know it's like, but what's the brand uh i think it's just their own brand i think it's just called like everyday oil um oh yeah uh medley oh uh well, the store is called Individual Medley. Um, and the I don't know. Anyway, yeah, you could just go to everydayoil.com. Um, and it smells, yeah, it's very like unisex and woodsy, and it's a pretty light oil. It's not super, super heavy. Um, I ran out of mine, but I really, I really recommend that. And that's, I think that's about $40 for a bottle. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is about like what this was. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, that was my best because that's awesome. I w I didn't expect it to. I I thought, all right, well, I'll just forget about this and it'll come when it comes. And it got there like right away. So that's fun. really impressive. Goop yeah, good is, for them. Good for you. Thanks, Goop. Goop is figuring out how to use the post office or UPS or however they do it. Whatever the hell it was, I think it was UPS. Anyway. Uh, so my best is also not from Goop. <laughs> okay. It was a essay written by Gwyneth Paltrow that is in the September issue of British Vogue. Oh, okay. And I just, I don't read British Vogue typically, but I do like a quick Google news search of Gwyneth before the podcast every week, just to see what's going on. And this uh -huh. came up. Um, it's called conscious uncoupling has permeated breakup culture. Gwyneth Paltrow looks back on a separation revolution for her and so i guess this is the 10th 10 year anniversary 10th year anniversary of her conscious uncoupling mm -hmm. and so she talks about how i mean she goes through you know being in tuscany on vacation with chris and like realizing that the marriage was over and then not being able to talk about it for a long time and then finally um 
you know, having to make a public statement and deciding to do it in Goop. And she tearfully calls Elise and asks if it's okay for her to publish it, which is really funny. That she was getting a divorce? No, that she like would ask Elise for permission to publish the conscious uncoupling essay in Goop. Yeah, I guess I just didn't realize that Elise has been working there for that long. Yeah, Elise has been there. And I guess she has like veto power. Uh, wow. And then she talks about like what a, like the reaction, which I really, I, I've, at first I felt like, okay, you're being a little dramatic, but because I don't know, everyone was sort of, I felt like everyone was sort of lightly making fun of the idea of conscious uncoupling, but not really being malicious about it. But I can see from Gwyneth's perspective, she's already, you know, going through a really rough time, like getting a divorce from her husband and then people are making light of this phrase that she says that her therapist just called it. So she liked the phrase. And so she used it in the essay and she said, you know, people talk shit about Gwyneth Paltrow all the time, but like this was the one time where she really needed to like completely get offline and not, not see it. Cause it was like too painful. Yeah. I mean, I thought that people were like really vicious and crazy about that whole thing. Like I never thought that the idea of conscious and couple, like I thought it was a nice idea Absolutely. and like a, way to separate if you have kids and like and are doing some sort of like no-fault divorce where you like you know have problems but don't like maybe don't hate each other but just like can't be married anymore and I didn't really understand the backlash to it but people just were like thought it was so stupid and so crazy and like she thought she was better than other people or something which I just like never really thought about that and I I I mean, I thought that it was like a good idea that other people should try to implement. Yeah, it's uh, it's like admirable to to try to uh, separate in a like a congenial way when you have children. And the, I mean, it's like anything Gwyneth does; it's going to be read through the lens of like privilege and uh, you right, know. which it should be. I mean, because yeah. she has a lot of privilege. I mean, but it's true. I mean, she she also is. You know, she says, "Oh, she's the first person to bring yoga to the mainstream. She's the first person to bring macrobiotic." Like she has a maybe an inflate an inflated sense of her own cultural importance. But like conscious yeah. uncoupling is something now that I mean, I think you still would think of Gwyneth Paltrow if you hear the phrase. But it is something yeah. that like other couples have said they're doing, and that like it's it's definitely in the lexicon now. And you know, if if like I was ever to get a divorce, I would want to practice conscious uncoupling. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, where it's, like, you don't, like, hate each other, you don't, you know what I mean? It's, like, you just, like, say, like, okay, like, we're moving on, and we're gonna, like, make this as healthy as possible. So, like, you know, like, everything Gwyneth does, people react strongly and negatively at the time, and then years later, everyone realizes they were wrong, and she was right. They were wrong, she was right. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, go on, you can go on, uh, British Vogue website and read the essay because Condé Nast at least doesn't have like the Vogue articles behind a paywall. Oh yeah, that sounds, I'm going to read that. I just Googled it. Hmm. Hmm. Good, good tip, Brian. Condé, Condé, Condé. I just can't stop talking about Condé. Condé, Condé. Uh, what was your worst? My worst was that I actually really liked something that Elise wrote, which was like something I thought would never happen Uh-oh. and fact that it ever happened made me sick but she and I mean let's be honest she didn't really write much of like two paragraphs about fucking the high school jeans but I'm like I really want to start taking high school jeans and 
I, I'm going, I know somebody like a while ago sent us like a breakdown of what all the vitamins are. So I want to go through and find it and start doing my, making my own high school jeans. Oh yeah. We have to find it and see what the, the dupes were. Cause yeah, someone, someone sent us like all the, like what those were. But I still did find something objectionable in it when she was like talking about how she loves to go to yoga. She misses going to yoga class in Santa Monica where she would sometimes cry. And just like the thought of her like crying in her Santa Monica yoga class just made me really angry. So I still got my little kick of, you know, rage with Elise, but I did appreciate her reminding me of the existence of high school jeans and that I do want to take them. I would be curious to know if you feel that little, that little kick, that little amphetamine rush, which you probably don't, but any sort of like metabolism booster, I want, I want to feel it. It's multivitamin, omega-3, a blend of antioxidants, a blend of herbs for digestive health. So probably you do from that, whatever the hell that is. Two metabolism support pills with green tea, Chinese cinnamon, and alpha Oh yeah. The green tea. I've taken the green tea extract. You definitely feel that a little bit. So you do like high school jeans, eat a couple lilies, white chocolate chip cookies, and you'll be good to go. And then yeah. Drunken sailor syndrome all day. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So, Oh no. I like actually was thinking we should talk about it more because it was so crazy. Like that and Beverly Hills this week were so crazy. They were both really crazy. Um, so my, well, let me go to my craziest first since it has to do with Elise, but my craziest was her styling in this photograph. Oh, uh, really? Her, she has this weird, like red and purple clown, like Patagonia sleeveless vest over a, like a lumberjack flannel shirt that's like rolled up to her elbows. Yeah. I, she looks like she's like because she's like in the woods. Like this is like a camping picture. Like she looks like she's like camping. I guess she just looks. Well, she's like standing in front of this like wood post fence, and with like all these trees behind her, and she's got a bike helmet hanging off her. Oh, that's a. I didn't even notice that that was a bike helmet. I was thinking that was like a, a funky black purse. No, that's a bike helmet. But you're right. I think it's like her vacation look or her like camping rustic look. If she's camping, I guess that's acceptable. I just, she is so, sorry, but like sometimes she can look so like matronly for, I mean, she's, I don't even think she's 40, right? It's crazy. I don't know. I kind of like this outfit to be honest, but yeah, I mean for like camping or whatever. I mean, I like this like plaid shirt. The plaid shirt's fine. I think maybe because I grew up in the Bay Area, like Patagonia is so, it's such a like specific, like Bay Area mom, like sex, sexless woman <laughs> type of thing to wear. I don't know. It's very, it seems I like. I like Patagonia. And Patagonia had a little resurgence last year. And it was like, um, it was like on all the like all the cool girls were wearing. Okay. So maybe I'm just still thinking of it from the nineties when I was growing up and like my dad would like make us go to like Patagonia and get camping supplies or something. I don't know. Ooh. Well, I think Patagonia is cool, but I don't I feel like this is like a camping look. I do, it does it's not objectionable to me. And I like the red and purple, honestly, okay. as well. All right. Well, you're the one, I guess, defending Elise this week, which is I guess strange. I'm on Team Elise this week. I just like, I don't know. Team Lonin. Never, 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 never. Uh 
but my worst oh my worst was caitlin o'malley and i like caitlin o'malley a lot um but there was there was an article that was called how to have happy hour at home sponsored oh, yeah by, i didn't even read that sponsored by Drinkworks, which and like we all know that goop you know all their articles are like spawn con and they have to like write up the products that they're getting paid to write up but it just sort of it like strained credulity that caitlin o'malley who is a professional food writer and the food director of goop would use this crazy contraption that is made by keurig that like you put little you put little oh, pods you put little pods on it in it and then it makes a cocktail like that's crazy that anyone who claims to be a food lover or a drinks lo- lover would use this it's so insane that you would spend three no they've been they've been pushing that on goop for a while it i've seen that on there before I, yeah, I'd, I, I'd seen it on there before, but I'd never seen, I don't know, I'd never seen like the full write-up and like the fact that, because I thought this, oh, this will be a cool article about like different drinks that you're making at home. And then the first thing they talk about is this fucking, these fucking margarita pods. It's gross. And like now we do have time. And I know last week I said like no one has time to do complicated cocktails, but like we at least have time to, to stir a drink up. That's like all we have time to do. And like, I can't imagine the liquor in these would be very good. It, it just sounds gross. I agree. Because it's all, it's not even just like the mixers. It's like the booze is in there too. Ugh. Yeah. And then you just put it under, oh, like over ice. Like what? I don't even understand what it's doing. Is it, and it's literally made by, by Keurig? By Keurig, yeah. It's called the Drinkworks Home Bar by Keurig. No, I mean, I understand them wanting to like make the, you know, make the leap or whatever, but no. I I understand that this is actually something that would be popular across like kitchens in America for, you know, people that either aren't interested in or yeah, are alcoholics or just like don't have time or energy to like build a home bar. But for Goop, it just seems beneath them. This is something that to me would be fun if you were like staying in an Airbnb and they had it. Oh, totally. And you'd be like, which one are we going to make now? I mean, I could see having fun with it for like a night, but I can't see like that being a part of my life. For like a week, if you're at an Airbnb or like a lake house or like in Palm Springs or something. Yes. Perfect. Bring, Amazing. Yeah, that's Love a perfect it. thing for that. Yeah. Um, like when I was, when, when I uh, went to Paris, uh, I guess, God, over a year and a half ago, we stayed in like an Airbnb and they had uh, an espresso machine and I loved it so much every day, like just making my little espresso. And I still actually think about buying one here, even though I don't really drink espresso that much. I know. I do like that. Wait, did you say an espresso? Or an yeah, espresso? it was an espresso machine. Yeah, the espressos are fun. That's um, like the quintessential. That's like a hotel. Thing. Like, I don't know. Those are such like a hotel things to me. Even Keurig's feel that way to me, even though I do have one. Um, yeah. And I guess now that Keurig, you can like buy reusable sort of pods and not use that much plastic. It's not quite as like, yeah, we use like, or we have one that's like, I mean, I guess it's still bad, but it's like with like paper. And then we also have like all of these little like cube tube things that you like fill with a coffee and put it in there. I mean, with paper, it's not bad. I'm just like 99%. I just drink cold brew. So I like make a big batch of cold brew at the beginning of the week. And that's all I do. Yeah, I know. Cold brew is just hard to, it's so expensive to make it. To take, you need to use so much coffee. I just buy like the big three pound bags of 
relatively cheap beans at Costco. It's like, it's like 12 or $13 for three pounds. And that lasts for a good three or four months for me for cold brew. Mm, yeah. I mean, I always end up like just like buying cold brew, which I'm sure is like more expensive than me. Oh, so it, expensive. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay. What was your right, craziest? My craziest, oh my God, was like the stupid anxiety diet. Yeah. The She's a functional psychiatrist, which is like a new thing. And like a dietitian or something. I really don't understand. But she was like, the first thing she did was start talking about the DSM-5, which is like already problematic. Then she's like, oh, I wrote this book about how, I mean, it's just like more, it's like old school goop, literal bullshit. Oh, I just pulled it open and the drink works ad popped up right in my face. Um, uh, yeah, this was all like the, yeah, the same thing that we've been hearing for years from them that like, you know, food determines your, your like psychology and your anxiety, which I think food like, is definitely a, like a component of that stuff. But you know what? I definitely think sugar. I mean, oh, if yeah. you cut the sugar, you will be feeling better, but she's like fatty fish, cheese, mushroom, eggs, omega threes for depression it's like I just feel like people who already have anxiety like especially women who have anxiety and who read goop it's like the last thing they need is to start thinking about food more the less you think about food the less anxiety you're gonna have in your life don't think about it eat what feels good eat until you're not hungry anymore yeah it's pretty self-explanatory uh exercise meditate like I mean I you know people do have acute anxiety that that is stronger than what I've experienced. But like for me, um, I mean, food might have something to do with it, but for me, it's like, it's definitely exercise and breathing like determines and sleep, like making sure that I sleep. Okay. Determines yes, my anxiety. Um, for sure. And like also, um, yeah, like there's also a difference between like mindless eating and not thinking about food. Like it's hard. Yeah. Like, cause sometimes you can slip into mindlessly eating, which is like a still sort of like a compulsive behavior which is a challenge, but you know, and like sometimes people need to do things to like break that because then you don't feel well, but like you're just like eating. Like I've always felt the best, like the, when I'm just not thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eat when you're hungry for me. Also a big thing is not eating late at night. Like I know that some people like intermittent fasting is definitely like a controversial thing, but for me making sure that now I'm actually trying to not eat anything after seven instead of eight and that is even helping more I think Mm, yeah Um, I don't believe in that like I do I've done intermittent fasting and it's like work for me to like lose weight but I definitely I don't think that it really makes a difference if like you eat late at night or not like like I don't know when you eat I don't think that it I don't really have like an issue about like not eating after a certain time or not eating before a certain time or whatever it's just all about like how much you eat when and like why yeah i don't think that that necessarily has anything to do with weight loss but like for just for for me at least for feeling good uh not going to bed full makes me sleep easier and makes me feel better the next day like for sure oh really yeah like if i either you know if i'm full when i go to bed or if i drank like later than seven or eight at night that really, really disturbs my sleep. And maybe some of it is a placebo effect, but like it, for me at least, it definitely makes a difference. Yeah. 
Um, um, okay, so it was weird that this that, was supported by science. It seemed a little. It's just so supported by science because she's like, it's not. She referenced the DSM five, and then they were like, she uses. Uh, also, remember, supported by science at Goop is like just means that there's been like a study done about one aspect of something that somebody's talking about like it doesn't mean that like this like scientifically sound in any way that's another one that's like tried and true or something or like fact or like something like that like there's another level which we don't see much of not too much um but anyway so that's my that was my craziest. And Crazy. your craziest oh, my was craziest was Elise's Patagonia fest, Patagonia. but you don't agree. Uh, what would you try? I would try. Okay, so now we're getting. Oh, my try was really boring. My try was just making my own high school jeans, which I already talked about. Sorry, oh, right, right. that's just like really. I really do want to get like get my little lab coat out, get out the microscope, and just start like make get in the lab and make my own high school jeans because I really need to start looking younger. I know we've been talking about Real Housewives a lot, but I'm like. I am so, I've never been more inspired by another human being more than I am by Leah from Real Housewives. Oh, Leah. Yeah, Leah. I mean, she's, well, she's like our age. She's a little older than you. Uh, She looks great. She looks amazing. And she's like still young. She's got a young, and, and seeing like Ramona and them get like totally fucked up over her and call her 30, even though she's 37 and be like, you need to put your 30 year old away right now. And like, yeah. you need to like, and just like being absolutely like spinning out of control because like just she's around them is just making me feel so empowered. And I'm like, I am still a woman. I am not dead. I am 35. I am going to take my high school jeans and use my buckthorn and fucking live my life. Yeah. And like really in take it to the 60 year olds in the world and really make them feel insecure and take it to the six yes because i can't talk to the 25 year olds and i don't want to i'm gonna talk to the 60 year olds because those are the women that i am hotter than yeah and i mean if you just surround yourself with with alcoholic senior citizens you'll feel great about yourself you'll feel feel smarter you'll feel younger you'll feel hotter everything everything um, cause I do think, I mean, figured it out. A, like a lot of it is her, her like youth and beauty, but I think a, at least coming from Ramona, it's her, um, intellectual insecurity. Cause like Ramona knows she's not very bright and Leah's no like genius or anything, but she's like a, an intelligent, relatively like educated, well-read person who can hold her own in like a political conversation, for instance. And Ramona is just like a, like a rabid MAGA person. Well, I think that Ramona is, like, unable – so, like, the Ramona is trying to use these, like, psychological tricks that have worked on every other young woman that's come on the show where it's, like, if you want to be in this group, you have to act a certain way. Like, we're going to, like, sort of haze you a little bit. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, Leah just, like, rejects that. And she's, like, no, I don't. Why? And she's, like, acts – she, like, has, like – she demands, like, emotional honesty from these women and they cannot give it like when Ramona kept being mad at her for like her behavior at the birthday party and Leah kept being like okay but what what did I actually do like what are you actually talking about and Ramona kept not being able to say what it was she can't say yeah and she's like it's just it's just because she was hoping that like Leah would act like Tinsley and just like crumble and be like start crying or something and Leah was just like what the fuck are you talking about you crazy bitch Leah, then, yeah, Leah's not intimidated by them she has her own life she has friends she has a beautiful daughter like a, a ex-husband who she consciously uncoupled from like 
Yeah. This is just icing on the cake. Too, and who is hot and who comes over and like throws away her potted plant. Totally. Uh, I mean, Leah looks great. I have to also say who who is getting the high school jeans one way or the other is Luandela Seps. Her body and her, I mean, she just looks unbelievable. Maybe there's something in that fucking shit she's peddling, but I doubt it. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Sonage. Sonage, which means like, translates her, to like, you look good for your age. <laughs> because yeah, like, uh, bon pour Sonage. Sonage is your age. So that that is like funny. That's a funny, uh, I like it. I think it's good. Sonage, it. good for but her. But I'm sure it's like garbage. Oh yeah, she's keep hoarding the good stuff for her. She's taking that Sonage money and taking it straight to like the fucking Paris drugstore or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay, so I would try acupuncture. I really want to do acupuncture. And I don't know how long it will be before anyone can safely do acupuncture with like an acupuncturist. But this was in, oh that, okay. So we talked about Elisa styling. The other crazy photograph from this week's newsletter was the 75 year old who's like doing the splits with like a Betty Page wig on. Oh, I like her too. She's like, she reminded me of like um, Molly Shannon. Totally. I'm, I'm 50. 50. <laughs> like that's like exactly what that was, except for she's 75. She's 75. I mean, she does look great. Like I can't fault her for that. But part of me is like, have a little self-respect and dignity. Like don't do the splits for your photograph on Goop like in like bike shorts oh i can do it god bless her she's 75 years old and she's doing the splits in goo <laughs> yes. i think that's amazing i no. mean i love it maybe i'm being ageist but um she talks about doing acupuncture every week like before covid started uh her name is what is it norma kamali she's a designer um but it did make me really want to do acupuncture because uh, you were like, then I'll do the splits. I'll be able to do the splits and like wear a Betty Page wig on the cover of Goop. Didn't some man do the splits in the like in the Goop? Um, oh, in the Goop TV Lab. Show? Yeah, it was the guy. It was the 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 Vinhoff. cold. Guy. He he like had cancer or something and was cured and was able to do the splits because he like dipped into a lake or something. He went in the cold water. Yeah, he, I went in some cold water this last week and i can't do the splits i guess if i was able to do the splits i would want to perform them i used I to know. be able to do the splits when i was doing pop physique every single wow. day and i would drop into a split at this at whenever i had a chance but those days i mean it, i feel like i was only able to do it for like two weeks and then it immediately not me not, not even when i was like five years old when like kids are so naturally flexible i remember in like PE in elementary school I still I couldn't do shit like I couldn't even touch my toes I was just no, like no I couldn't either it took me it took me years and mm. then it, it came and it went I'm desperately looking for Sonage reviews I'm sure it's not out I mean Sonia just got her clothes in Century 21 after like a decade of trying it's so, out Brian it's it everywhere is? oh so. yeah you can get it everywhere okay all right how but much is what does it go for it goes for, I don't know, it depends on what you get, but it's like not expensive. Everything's under a hundred bucks. Um, um, but I'm just like trying, you can get Lose Survival Kit. Oh, and four installment free, <laughs> four interest free installments of $37.50. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Okay. $58 for the like night cream. That's definitely respectable. Oh, you get it at Pharmaca, which is my mom's favorite pharmacy. Yeah. Um, but I want to find the like reviews of it. That's what I need to know. I'm just seeing a lot of five stars, but who knows? And 
I don't think, I think Luann just might be like doing sort of a collaboration with them. I, Sonage existed before. Like, I don't think Luann invented Sonage. Oh, it did? I can't imagine that something that a housewife would create would already be everywhere. Like it's, this has to be something else, okay. I think. Maybe, maybe I'm not giving her enough maybe credit. it's a collab. Yeah. Um, uh, what would you buy? Oh, I would buy this gold ass necklace. I was just like, I want a fucking necklace now. Like, mm. I don't know why. I, you know, sometimes you see this shit and you're like, I want that. But there's this Franca chain on here. It's 145 bucks. And then there's like all these necklaces that are like under $200 on here. And I'm like, I want a fucking necklace, dude. Like, I don't know. Get a necklace. Like you have thousands of dollars of unemployment coming to you supposedly in September. Yeah. I mean, it's time for my damn necklace. I mean, of course, some of these things are like way out of my price range. Like a lot of them, like they have, they have like stuff on there for like shock value, I guess. Like there's like a $15,000 necklace that I'm not going to buy, but Jesus Christ, I can have a little hundred dollar gold chain. Get one like how Leah McSqueezy, Mc, Leah McSqueeny has her gold necklace that spells out Leah. Have one that spells out Aggie. Maybe I will. That would look really chic, honestly. Thanks. An Aggie necklace. For imagining me wearing something chic. <laughs> I appreciate it. With some like hoop earrings. I mean, you should, Leah, Leah's like streetwear look is really hot. Yeah, she's great. I'm like obsessed with her. I, I, it's like really embarrassing because I've never like actually thought of housewife was cool before, but like I genuinely think she's cool. That's how I feel. The only other one in her league to me is Portia on Atlanta, where I'm like, oh, oh yeah. I would actually be friends with you. But like, yeah, it's Portia and Leah are the only two ever like people that were on housewives that I would actually want to be friends with. I know, I know. And the the fact that she's friends with Cat makes it even cooler. If Cat gets on there, I will die. Oh, and then if Cat gets on there, maybe Jean will get on there. And then if Jean gets on there, maybe Gwyneth will go on. I mean, it's a domino effect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what I would buy is not from Goop. I don't even know where I got this idea in my head. I think it was like I was scrolling on Instagram or something. But I really want to buy this juicer that's on sale right now for $200 by Breville. Um, and it's called the Juice Fountain Cold Plus Countertop Centrifugal Juicer, 70 fluid ounces. And it just looks so cool, so chic. I I guess I talked about juicing a little bit on here before, um, but I would just, I don't know, it, look, it would look so good on my counter and just be able to, to be able to like juice in the morning sounds so great. And it, like it's easy cleanup. I feel like juicers have come a long way since um, I remember my dad would always, this was like after, I think after the first time he had cancer and his doctor told him like he needed lots of beta carotene, I guess. So he would, he would juice like 15 carrots every day and his face would turn orange. And I just remember like oh, yeah. the goop, that, yeah. like the, the pulp in the sink, like the juicer was just so messy and gross. And I feel like now, the technology has improved so much since then. Yeah. I used to have like a truly disgusting, like one of those like seventies, like weird things. And it was like, really like had like these like sharp edges and was like really hard to use. Yeah. I had one of those two that I got from my grandparents. <laughs> so like I have been down that road with the, with the bad juicer. And now, I mean, I feel like you could just like, if you have a 
Vitamix. I feel like you could just like blend whatever you want and then put it through a cheesecloth. I've done it before and it's fine, but the cheese, it gets messy and it's, it's not, it's not the same. Like I've tried it. Uh, you don't want your hands in your juice that much. Yeah. And like, it's just the idea of like actually pouring the garbage or like the stuff into the cheesecloth and like having to squeeze it. It's just an extra step that really does like prevent me from, from actually making juice. Um, but also like you shouldn't drink juice. I, I don't think juice is especially great for you. Like some, like the medical medium thinks or whatever, but I also don't think as long as you don't have too much sugar in it, I don't think it's bad for you. I think it's, I think it's fine. Maybe I'll start doing celery juice. Yeah. Why the uh, hell not? Who cares? There, there's a workout podcast I was listening to for a while where the guy swore by doing, he went, he said he went through two, like two whole bags of celery every day. Yeah. That's how much these people drink. That's so crazy. Um, They're nuts. But yeah. And then you know, I have my, my ginger, you can have a little turmeric root, some greens, a little bit of apple. Oh, it sounds so good. Hmm. I do like a good, a nice juice. But when my you're morning, really hungover, there's nothing Oh like my God, food. I know. With like beet, I love the beet one when you're hungover. Yes, oh my God, me too. But my morning routine is like so long right now because I don't really have like a work schedule I have to do. So it's like a three hour routine as it is. And I think, I don't know if I can add much more to it. You do a three hour routine in the morning? <laughs> Pretty much. Because I do like, well, I've explained like my, I do my yoga, morning pages, meditation, and then, and then like a long walk and then like breakfast and shower. It ends up being, yeah, like three hours. Wow. Yeah. That takes, that's a really, I mean, but you, you don't have anything else to do. Yeah. Um, it's true. It's the um, silver lining of this crazy world we're living in. Is that it? Are we done? Oh, I think we're done. I mean, I've like literally just been like scrolling these necklaces. Like, <laughs> Um, so that's what I'm up to right now guys. So, uh, Oh, so if you're a Patreon subscribers, our, our new, um, bonus episode is out. We talk about the Gwyneth Paltrow, David Fincher collaboration seven. Yeah. And our newsletter is out now. You can find our newsletter as you can every month on Patreon, but usually we, I also send out the newsletter, uh, to everyone's email on tiny letter. And for some reason, Tiny Letter flagged our account for abuse, which I literally have no idea what's going on. Um, I emailed them this morning. They haven't gotten back to me yet, but that's why you guys haven't gotten your email or your your newsletters on email. But you can go to the Patreon and you can see our latest newsletter there. And then hopefully I'll figure it out. So I'll send it out, but I don't know what's going on. I mean, did someone report us? I don't know. Maybe if one of you reported us, let us know why. I don't think we'd say anything bad. I did. I did say on this one, I said, I think I said like, fuck you, Rachel Maddow, but as like a joke, but maybe that's what it was. It was just like, like Rachel Maddow. facetious. I was talking about like cable news and I just jokingly was like, fuck you, Rachel Maddow. I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. I have no idea. Who knows? Who cares? I mean, whatever. Anyway, don't report us for shit, guys. Yeah. Let us, if, if you think that we say something offensive, which God knows maybe we do. Uh, just yeah. DM us and let us know and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll fix it because I, I, I mean, who knows? I try not to get defensive with that type of stuff. Um, I think that we are able to listen and learn if we're saying shitty stuff. So 
I don't think anyone yeah. reported us, so. I doubt. I mean, if if it was fuck you, Rachel Maddow, then that's God knows. I bet it was an automated, like they saw, you know, three F words in there and they just flagged us. Who knows? Who knows? All right, whatever. Anyway, so that is coming at some point or look for it on Patreon. Join our Patreon, buy our t-shirts and uh, write reviews. Um, reviews. Oh, we're, I mean, we're on all podcast platforms, but apparently now Amazon is also starting their own podcast platform through Audible. So I got an email about that. We're going to be on that. If anyone listens to podcasts on Audible. Welcome Amazon listeners. (laughs) Welcome Mr. Bezos. Yeah. (laughs) And um, yeah, I think that's it. Cool. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.